Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is episode 115. With you today is Trevor Jensen. And with me, as always, is... Riley Clark. And we've got a big announcement for you, boys and girls. And you're going to want to hear. So, ears perking up right meow. Are they perked? Perkin' perkin'. They're as perked as they're going to get? I think they're popped. All right. So, we've been hinting at something very big coming to What Goes Bump the Night. And that really big thing Dermal. is... Ow, that hurt my fingers. The paranormal investigation of Double J Ranch. The Back 40. What? I guess we Go should say it. resort because that's technically what, it, what it's called now. Yes, it's Double J Resort. The Back 40 in particular. Where they have what you could consider a pioneer town that has a bunch of relics from the past. It's really cool. It looks like it was made for a Western movie, if I believe the history on that is correct. I cannot confirm, but it sounds correct. I believe they were filming a Western there, so they built this little the Western town. town that has, like, hotels and stuff that people come and stay at. Yeah, there's a saloon, a merchant store, all kinds of buildings back there. It's sick. And we're going to be investigating those buildings because, of course... There happens to be some paranormal activity that happens within these buildings. When I went there, I sat in their restaurant bar area, and they have original photographs. Photographs. I said it weird. Inlaid into the epoxy on their bar. So there's original photos of people that used to work on the farm, ranch, whatever you want to call it, I guess. And there are some still original buildings that are on the property right there. So... We are going to give you a little bit of history on the resort. If you're not familiar with Double Synapse. J, if you're not you know, from West Michigan like us, uh, Double J is located in Rothbury, Michigan. It has a Four Seasons Resort, which is open as the Jack and Jill Ranch in 1937. So, date back a long time. That it does. It has been the location of the Rothbury Music Festival two times and has hosted Electric Forest Festival annually since 2011. I've been there multiple times. It's an there. amazing time. It's fun. It's a good time. Double J has expanded to include a golf course, an outdoor water park, indoor mini golf, and old western mock town known as the Back 40. Plans include a brand new conference center that will break ground in 2018, which I believe is already there. I believe it is done. I could be wrong. I don't know if they ever actually did it or not. I'm sure they did, though. Yeah. <laughs> They've done well for themselves. They definitely do with Electric Forest. So, I'm going to give you a little synapse of what I spoke to one of the managers there while I was there for a work event that Jenna had. And she told me that they have had multiple paranormal encounters. So, things will range from lights turning on and off on their own, doors swinging, you know, like knocks, sounds, creepy feelings... I can't remember if she said that she she or one of the other staff members saw a shadow figure in one of the rooms passing through. They said that also where they keep the horses in the stables, 
the horses have all gotten spooked because of some type of presence that was there, but nobody can say what. They say they get the eerie feelings all the time and that it, it gets spooky at night. So, Well, we do know places that have lots of history. Tend to have lots of encounters. Lots of encounters. Regardless of what happened on the, the farm. It could even be just be like people passing by that had a really good time there and it's just their it's, energy it's very true again. i also do think there were deaths on the ranch at there definitely probably at some point there it's it's you're you're working with big animals it's dangerous you fall off a horse you could very easily get hurt mm. or even like i'm not sure what living arrangements were back on the ranch if people lived in some of these areas and they had you know had passed on there would make very much sense that they don't want to leave because that was their home for the longest time but nonetheless, they they have told me and Jenna that there have been some really weird things happening for a long time since they've been working there. So regardless, we're going to go investigate. We're so, going to figure it out. There is some deep history on this uh, land, too. In 1914, George and Mary Stotch left their home in central Germany and settled on 80 acres of farmland in western Michigan. The farm included a brick home built by the Kennedy family in 1894. So it even dates back further yeah than what we originally before said. the double j was the double j it was also a residential area well it was a residence a residence yeah with a small home now it's 400 acres of cool right the land has also embraced a large spring-fed lake big wildcat in 1930 daughter roma was employed as an instructor at a private school for girls she was the first to use the lake setting in surrounding woods at their father's farm commercially. She presented a summer camp experience at Wildcat Lake to her students. Hoping to get their parents' approval, Roma would be the counselor and instruct 8- to 12-year-olds in outdoor camping, crafts, swimming, drama, dancing, and sports, including horseback riding. What a G. Her project got parental approval, and her first year brought in 23 girls. The camp was named Cedar Shores because of the hundreds of white cedar trees surrounding the lake. A stone wall at the corner of Water and Clay Road stands today with an embedded bronze plaque marking the site of the first family business attempt. That's awesome. We'll have to go check that out. I'm not 100% sure where that is in, in like, where the back 40 is. Yeah, yeah, I say it might be a little hike, but that's not a uh, big deal. The deep depression of the early 30s cut short Roma's efforts at the Cedar Shore experience faded into history. So maybe she haunts the place because Very could be. her dream was failed. Yeah, I mean, it blossomed after the fact, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Hindsight's yeah. 2020. Yeah, that's, in her lifetime, it didn't blossom like that's true. Um, the beauty of the lake and the ease of camping was well known in the community, and during the summer of 1933, the family invited local church congregations to send their children to the farm for a supervised, well-counseled summer vacation. This was the Cedar Shores experience two years later, but with kids. To honor their young guests, the family renamed the farm the Jack and Jill Ranch. Although the kids' ranch remained only two years, followed by a more Grand Loose camping experience. The Jack and Jill Ranch was success beyond imagination, and the property was called by that name until the mid 1970s, when the owners decided to change the name to the Double J Ranch Resort. And Still homage, though. 2009 to the Double J Ranch Resort. So that's why I always refer to it as the ranch because it was the ranch for most of my life. Yep. 
And then I, I knew it more as a double J because I didn't know it was there until very, not recently, but like the past 15 years. Uh, George Storm, having changed his name from Stouch to Storm, was teaching psychology at Miami University, Florida in 1934. In addition to his classes in speech, public speaking, psychology, he was a head counselor to departing senior students. He led that they enjoy their vacation with people their own age. His concept of bringing people of the same age, 18 to 35, together for an outdoor vacation and camping experience was a winner. He had just the place, the Jack and Jill Ranch. In 1936, George Storm, the college professor and visionary, took control and with the family help embarked on his concept. He named the new venture the Jack and Jill Colony Camp, later changed to the Jack and Hill Ranch. The ranch grew and expanded as George brought neighbor farms, bought, sorry, neighbor farms and expanded marketing. The resort continues to grow in growth to this day, drawing guests from all over the world, keeping the Western culture and heritage in place with an emphasis on treating guests to warm. Friendly, family-like experience has given the resort the distinction of being the biggest Western-style dude ranch east of the Mississippi. It's a dude ranch. <laughs> um, the next part of the history, I mean, really goes to when Electric Forest came around. Well, Rothbury Festival first, and then yep. Electric Forest kind of sprouted from that. And it's massive now. It's one of the largest music festivals in the world. And it's it's Talking worth like checking what, it out. Two hundred thousand people. It went from eighty thousand to like two hundred thousand. Yeah, they used to do it over multiple weekends a couple times too. That was what last year. No, it was two years ago now. Before COVID. Yeah. Forgot COVID's been around for two years. But, yeah, it it's a wonderful time to go to the Double J if you ever get a chance to. The water park is really cool. They have good food. Everybody is so welcoming. It is a awesome place. And yeah. to find out that there Family is. vibe is real. Yeah. And to find out that there is some type of paranormal activity going on, too, is like the cherry on top for me. Yeah, I've never experienced Double J Ranch outside of Electric Forest, so I'm really excited to see this side of, like, the resort itself. It was my first time in the Back 40, and I was blown away at how spectacular it looks. I've been through the Back 40 because that's where good life is. Yeah, but you didn't really get the chance to experience it. Yeah, I haven't explored, like, where the cabins are and, like, Mm. I have never seen the western town. They do a lot of cool stuff there. The day after we do this, so we're actually doing this investigation tomorrow, and... The day after, they're having a Halloween party there. Really? That's pretty sick. So we get to step in before this party happens. That's pretty sick. Spook up the place. Spook it up. Really stir up the so spirits. So hopefully it has a cool aesthetic. Like hopefully they have a I'm sure they have decorations, decorations and everything and up. That'd be really fucking cool. We are going to be vlogging this experience, so you guys will get to see what we see. We'll try to get out as quick as we possibly can. My goal is to have it done by next Thursday. If not... Monday at the earliest, which is a big swing, but now that hockey isn't going to happen Saturday, unfortunately, it makes my Saturday pretty open, so I might be able to do quite a bit that day. Yeah, I might be able to help you with some editing too. So As long as we can get all of the video, audio, and everything together into one place, we should be able to crack that open pretty good. Right, and we also want to make sure we're... Going we have to do this things. justice. Yeah. That's 100% my th- my thing. It's like, let's not rush through it. If it takes a little while to get out, just bear like, with us. We want it to be out by Halloween, like, but it's just timeline isn't going to work that way. 
yep. unfortunately. And I want to preemptively thank the patrons at the Double J for giving us the opportunity to go there because they didn't have to, and she went above and beyond for me to even float the idea, and I jumped on it as quickly as I could, and I am so thankful that we're given this opportunity to bring some light to what could be happening there. And, I mean, we never know. Like, maybe it's something crazy and we can really give them some answers that they have not been able to get to. Right, right. And there's also some other things that, like, I would like to do there is, like, see if, like, you know, these original set, like, I'm just going to call them settlers because they made the place. Yeah, it's what they are at that point. Um, see if they're still hanging around. Mm. And why? Are they just so happy, like, what, yeah. what it became? Or is it past their imagination, you know? Yeah, their wildest dreams were met and blossomed into more than they could ever imagine. I really want to get some more of the, like, word-of-mouth history from them and see what, you know, what really... You know, like Wikipedia and internet does a good job yeah, at giving us crazy fill-ins. stories of things that happen that are told there that like no one knows about. That we'll yeah, that's not like, said unless you know the like the ranch itself. Like, because so we really wanted to do an interview with the lady who's actually going to be joining. I think with she us. might be camera shy. She might be camera shy, so we might just have a podcast with her and then do like an audio version, like not like record it, but do yeah, audio. We're trying to figure out how we're gonna do this. Like, we might add it to the video. Or we might just do it as a podcast. One or the other will work. Or we can honestly just be like, can we record the audio so we have it for playback future so we have the information? Our thing is like, And then we can, like, we can splurt it out, you know. Trying to do some narrating on this one a little more than we ever have on our videos too. I'm trying to be very ambitious with this video because it's, it's our biggest get today. Outside of when we pay to go to some places like the Old Lincoln County Jail and Eloise, like we had to pay to get into those places. And it wasn't like, a, hey, would you guys like to come investigate this since you're paranormal investigators? It w- it's like, a, no, I'm paying money to go with a big group of people I don't know. It's only our group of investigators. And the one lady that decided to join us, because the lady that I spoke to was like, I'm a scurdy cat and I really don't want to be there because it's scary and i was like okay that's totally fine if you can't be there that's fine we're going to be as respectful as we can to the property and we are going to do what we can to figure out what's going on and hopefully something happens yeah i mean we can even touch on the last investigation we did which hasn't really been made into a video or anything but we went to mouth again weirdest thing not a whole lot happened this time i don't know if it's like the moon phase or weather was super windy yeah or what it was but you know like just had a different vibe it's it's cool now though that we get that side of it because the first time and the second time that we went crazy emf detector crazy millimeter spikes full body apparitions caught on camera fucking wild shit and then you go back this time and it's one spike on the on the EMF yeah, detector. Yeah, we had like one really good sit down communication, but it wasn't really even like super definitive. It it was weird considering how the entire night nothing happened. Not one spike on a single device. Yeah, a had. couple of voices come through the spirit box, but they were tough to really it was make very, out. Very very quick jumbled words that we got three, I don't put a lot of legitimacy we got into those. Three a couple times. Yeah, though that was interesting, but I still think the EMF was the most interesting thing that did happen, which. 
if you put that into retrospect where it's like well that's the baseline then if nothing's really happening then what do you classify the other two times three times that we went and everything was going fucking nuts right like does that add like more legitimacy to it right now that we've been there and nothing happened yeah, I, I think it does for me, 100%. Because before I was like, well, maybe we're having like weird malfunctions or like maybe things are getting in the way or this or that. And this nope. time we couldn't even get the freaking EMF to go off. Nope. And, I mean, we tried every trick in the book. I even I even was like, well, let's, let's you know, horse around a little bit and try some stuff that's off the wall that we don't normally do. And still nothing. Like, I do. separating up. Like, I walked through the whole cemetery by, by yourself. Myself. Yeah. Walk through a whole cemetery by myself with the spirit box going, and literally just not a thing. And like usually, I, when I walk around, I when know. I have just walked around with the spirit box, it just like stuff boom, will go bop, off. Bop, bop, yeah, bop. yeah. And I mean, also, I do think we might have spoken to a child when we were getting our answers with the EMF detector. I do think that, I do think that could have been a child, which is wild because there are a lot of very young, like death dates from like birth date to death date where it's like there's a lot of like one to three year old like you know within like a 10 year span right there of just a small snippet of a life that was taken too soon but it's very interesting that you'll go there and you'll see full body apparitions of adults you'll get answers that are very intelligent that seem to be like an adult or you get things that are telling you to run and that we should be afraid and then you get the more playful like do you want to play tag or hide and seek and it's going crazy when we're saying do you want to play a game it's really interesting and it, it really puts things in perspective too where it's like it's not just one thing you go and talk to every time you go it's always something different yeah that place definitely has a lot of different spirits harboring around the cemetery like mm-hmm. from potentially super dark spirits to really old women to middle-aged women to old men to yeah nothing felt malevolent either like nothing felt evil mean a bad presence the photo that we caught was scary yes but like it didn't seem evil it didn't seem evil like that's not the and that's that's what i'm also getting out of the this next investigation at double j is it's not malevolent it's more like playing games with people where it's like flipping lights on, shutting doors, opening doors. Like you walk out of a room and a light comes back on. It's just like playful stuff, which I don't need it to be evil to be interesting and wild. No, it seems like there's some poltergeist happening. If we can catch something moving on a table or something like that, like I will go crazy because I have yet to, with my own eyes, witness something moving on its own or like levitate type thing. That's one thing that out of every piece of evidence we've ever caught, I've never seen anything move without touching it. Yeah. I've only had that happen once ever in my life. Tangent real quick. I'm sad that we are going on the investigation tomorrow because I was invited to go do a Ouija board tomorrow night too. And I was like, unfortunately, I cannot do a Ouija board tomorrow night. But it's one thing that I've always wanted to try as well. And I am really interested into trying it at least once seeing how legitimate it is because i know everybody has their stories about it but it's like i have yet to get to experience that and i'm really interested in seeing like you know like all right what's taboo what's not taboo well do we have a ouija board to use or do we have to go buy a hasbro one because i'm talking like i want to get one from like a pawn shop or like a spiritual lady let's get one on sd let's go in on one 
Yeah, dude. There's Do you believe that cool they're ones. like good though? Because like I'm talking like I want to talk to somebody who reads tarot cards and has like a witch shop, and has this stuff that's like no, this is really. There's a there's a psychic on Apple. Oh, there is. I didn't think about that. I don't know when she's open. It's just random. I I don't know. It's hard to nail those businesses down because there's such. I don't want to say occulty, but it, it's you know what I mean. It's not like. It's not like you're going to Burger King where they're open from fucking <laughs> yeah. 6 a.m. to fucking midnight she's, every day. She's only going to be there when she's feeling really a Into lot of Into that, yeah. So that that that's my tangent, but I was like, I'm super interested in that. I'll do a Ouija board with you. Uh, are you sure? I know you're, you were like, before it. you were like, I don't know. I'll do it. Then let's plan on that. We just gotta buy a that. cool one. I want it to be a cool. Board. It's gotta be a cool one. I don't cool want one. it to be the toy one. I want it to be like. I don't want it to be a Hasbro brand one. Like no, I don't think that shit'll work. I think it has to be something that's like legitimately charged or like old or like. Oh, I don't even know. Like I just want it to be made um, of wood. That's all I really. Wood. Need. With some like cool design on it. I just I know I'm gonna be this type because I'm skeptic at first until I can't explain it. So like I'll be like, are you moving this planchette right now? Is this is this me? Is this you or is it legitimately moving? You know, or like you take your fingers off it and that fucker slides on its own. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Pretty crazy it. when it happens. Like it, it's really weird because you're not really even supposed to touch it. I always think that it's like a psychological thing where you're you're like I'm not moving it. But you're exerting just the small, the smallest amount of pressure to make it move on. You know what I mean? But I also have never done it, so I really don't know what to expect. That's the big thing for me. But yeah, that was my tangent. While you, you look up, you want to just buy a Ouija board? Kinda. How expensive can they be? Depends. Like twenty-five. Uh, twenty-five isn't bad. That's not bad at all. But then, then there's like, is there a legitimacy to it? Like, is it real, or is it just like somebody's trying to make twenty five bucks off a piece of wood they just carved up? I mean, that's what most. That's of them I was just say. That's what they are. Or is there a way to like, I, I guess like, not bless it, but like, it in tune it with the spiritual world. Yeah, by using it. Well, I guess yeah. There's not, like, a ritual that you could do, like, burning candles and, like, saying, like... A, I mean, we could try. We might as well just try it, just see if we can get it to work first. Because, like, I, like, if... And if it doesn't work for a few tries, then we fucking oh, do a ritual. I have another idea. Yeah, let's write people up. We're going to do Do rituals. we do a seance at Double J? I think we do. So we need to get some candles and then do a seance? I think so. I think that would be pretty interesting. I think we really should do a seance. That would be sick. I've never actually done it, and I don't know how to work it, but I mean... We can just look it up on YouTube. Yeah, (laughs) we figure out a lot of stuff. So, I mean, that would be really interesting. I think there's a lot of stuff that I would like to try in our investigation tactics. I know for sure I want to do the deprivation thing. Yes. Okay. Put someone in a room with just the headphones on and the spirit box. And And a blindfold. And a blindfold, and we ask questions, and then have a recording on them, and... That would be pretty sick, honestly. I, I actually really want to do that as well. I mean, I would even be the... I'll be your subject lo- if you I want I also want to, want to do a lot more, like, solo experiences and... If, if we're allowed to, which we don't know the full rundown of, like, how many 
of the places we're going to be able to get into with them having an event the next day, which it sounds like we're going to have pretty much full access, or how late they're going to want to stay up and stay out there with us and or let us investigate, because it is, a, you know, a business, so, but nonetheless, I really do think that if they allow us to, that we should post up everybody in one different building for the first 35 40 minutes of the investigation and see if anybody has anything and like if you start having something crazy happen you get on the horn and you tell everybody to come to you and then we investigate that place so it's not like us just like roaming room to room in a big group and hoping we find something exactly we got spread out because we might not have much time honestly there's only going to be five of us for the first hour or two until, unfortunately, Chase probably will have to go because of work-related re- work issues. Not issues, but, like, obligations. So it's, like, four of us splitting up, you know? We'll end with our our guest that's going to be um, moderating, I guess is probably the best word to use. You know, like, have her stick with somebody and then everybody else. <coughs> Whoa! That caught me off guard. Thank you. You know, have her come with one of us, like me or you. This one's 60 bucks. Pretty sick. I'm going to take a look at this. I'm going to describe to you what I see. It's a very nice stained wooden board with a cool planchette with, like, a yin-yang sun and, like, a moon carving and an eye in the middle. And then two hands with, what are those, like, exclamation points? Oh, question, exclamation, it looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty nice, honestly. It looks it looks like one of the legit ones that I would want to use. That's for sure. So I think that would be a good pull the trigger on that. I already had it favored. What did you say, 65 bucks? 60, yeah. 60 divided by 2 is 30. I already 30. had it favored, too. I didn't even know. You already, you already had it in mind, and you were like, we should probably do this sometime. Yeah, I think um, going into tomorrow's investigation, we should honestly have some new tactics that we haven't used yet and try to implement them I so it's with a demon on it. <laughs> is that a good idea literally has a goat head on it with like a pentagram and <laughs> like, it's worse that's than our asking shirt. for something bad <laughs> that's worse than our shirt and it literally has a goat head on the fucking plate. you're asking for a bad time if you do that but at the same time, if I get to talk to like Owo or Zozo or oh my god or Beelzebub, yeah, this thing looks super demonic. It, it's a little demonic, that's for sure. I'll talk to the goat man and then I'll tell him to get the fuck out. But I think this investigation is going to be a really fun one, regardless. Even if we do catch a lot of evidence or not, I think it's going to be fun to be able to investigate a place with just our crew. And get the backdrop on it, you know, personal accounts, and just enjoy it for what it is. We have not gotten the opportunity to investigate very many places alone without going to cemeteries, so I'm very interested to see where this leads. Yeah, you always got to get your first one out of the way. This is and for it to be such a cool place to like. It's, it's gonna literally so feel, cool. look like we're in a western town, but we're in Michigan. It's so cool. I almost feel like I should wear some cowboy boots and hat. Yeah, I almost bought a cowboy hat yesterday. NASCAR's on Sunday. I might have a cowboy hat. I have, like, a sun hat, but it's not a cowboy hat. It's, like, a golfing hat, but it's, like, big brim. I'll go like get that. a cowboy hat after work today, tomorrow. Dude, 
I'm not saying that we should do it, but I'm also like trigger objects are a thing. So like if we go in there wearing flannels and jeans, maybe I'm that not getting cowboy boots though. I will wear my shit kickers, but I also kind of don't want to wear them because they have steel toes. So if I'm walking around, it's like clop clop clop. <laughs> but still, it's like I do believe that if you relate to a spirit instead of like looking like oh my god he's from 55 million years in the future <laughs> you know it's probably a little bit more easy to get some at, some residual you know effects of what they probably saw and lived in it or if they think hey this is still i'm alive still i'm with these people that look exactly like how i would right i, I feel that so we're gonna are we gonna set a dress code for tomorrow no flannels everybody wears flannels <laughs> I have a lot of flannels. I'm actually going to wear a flannel tomorrow just because it's comfy. But <laughs> regardless, it's like dress code. Man. I mean, what other things could we think of that we could use as trigger Off objects? the top of my head? Um, What would you use on a ranch that's not super obscure that would be, like, stupid to have? Um... I don't own any cowboys. A horseshoe? I don't even own a horseshoe. I don't either. <laughs> um, maybe I can talk my sister into giving me one if she has any. Because she has a horse. Um, I don't even know. That's I've never hard. even been there to even... The vibe isn't even in my head. Like I've only You seen played pictures. Red Dead. Yeah. Do I we mean, bring, like, prop guns? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bang, bang! Like... No, I don't think we should bring guns. No, I'm just kidding. I was just talking Red Dead. Um, Whiskey? Whiskey, maybe. Like, just like a bottle of whiskey? Like, I not drink it. Like a shooter whiskey or something? I got a cigar. We could try that. Yeah, like, put a, like, be like, is there a way we could use a glass? And then put the cigar and the whiskey on, like, the bar. And then be like, if there's any spirits here, you know, we brought you an offering, you know? Yeah, they say liquor and tobacco is used a lot of times in offerings. Mm-hmm. I actually that's a good point where it's like I don't think we use enough trigger objects. I think we usually just go in there. But we and, don't know what we're looking for for trigger objects. That's a lot true. of these cemeteries, unless we're looking for a that's, specific. That's individual. very true. I mean, we did go to Mouth, like we were just saying, and there was literally like a condom, weed tubes, like random dumb bullshit. Where it's like that's probably not what people are looking for. <laughs> right. Like if anything, people are probably looking for. You know, like, pictures of family members, you know, pictures of themselves even. Like, things that are more closely right. tied to we'll the dead. To, maybe we can find a picture of Roma there or something. I know that there are a lot of original pictures. I just didn't get a chance to, because she started getting busy when we were talking about it, too. That whose pictures are whose and what it, you know, because there was, like, people riding horses. There was black and white photos of, you know... What what looked like ranch hands, so it's like, I really wonder if these people had long ties and if that's Dude, who's sure haunting it. I'm sure people worked there their entire lives. How could you not? You you are part of something that was growing. Do you want to walk away from that? Probably not. It was a good environment. It was a friendly, family oriented environment. Not a not a dumb person is gonna walk away from that. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're smart, you're gonna be like. This is something that I value. And I mean, like, even if you're... I don't want to say dumb, because that's mean. But like, even if you're like, well, I don't value any of this, it's still an expanding business. 
And there's no good point unless you're getting canned for some reason, which you probably aren't a good person at that point. No offense. So, you know what I mean? It's It goes a little both ways there. But, I mean, if, if we're – like the job that I'm at now, we've been expanding, expanding, expanding. I started from the bottom, worked my way up to where I'm at, and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Not planning to. All the way up. All the way up. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Hmm. But I'm I can't wait. I'm just super excited. It's, I'm super excited. It's gonna be really cool to do a place like this mm-hmm. where you probably one of the first paranormal investigators ever to do this place. Probably are the first ones because I mean I know they probably have talked about it amongst themselves quite a bit, but you know how unlikely it is in a setting like how I talk to her about it, where it just gets you know word of mouth, and then it's like oh it actually turns out I'm a paranormal investigator. I've done multiple locations and have evidence to show you. We'll just talk about this because it is something that we literally talked about a year ago. We yeah. were like, let's go to electric- let's walk the let's, Rothbury f- like let's fairgrounds. Go to the fairgrounds because you can just go there and walk around the electric forest area and look at all the art installations and stuff. And we're like, let's go there and see if there's ghosts. Recently, too, one of the festival goers that was went since 2011. Well, even before that, when it was the Rothbury Festival. Yeah, it was like 2017. One of their their f- original members that went to every single one of the events passed away. I'm pretty sure. I forgot yeah. what his name was. I, I'm super sorry. I knew his name for the longest time, but I haven't been to the festival in probably two years now, so I don't remember. And it's not the same as what it was. It's awesome, don't get me wrong, but it's it's a mass crowd of people wanting to see some dub. Yes. Which, no problem with that. And a guy who was gone missing from this festival. Yeah, before. a lot of weird things have happened on the fairgrounds. And, I mean, unfortunately, people do do dumb things and OD and die there. It happened a few years ago. It ha- it's, you know, it's, it's common at festivals where people do too much and they don't have a lot of self-control unfortunately and bad things or tend to happen bad drugs yep ba- bad things will happen when you have mass groups of people that are there for one thing and one thing only and that's part go hard <laughs> go hard as you can go but that doesn't take away from rothbury it doesn't take away from anybody that goes it's just some people have less stop in them than other people so yes and I mean, look at some of the famous people that have died recently too. Like, unfortunately, they had their their demons they couldn't deal with, and they indulged in some stuff they probably shouldn't have been, and bad things happen. So, happens to everybody. I mean, I've been on the receiving end of being stupid. So, yes, <coughs> I'm dying. I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm just super excited. I don't think there's a whole lot more that we can talk about tonight about the topic, other than just. Tomorrow is the day. Yeah, we didn't really have much of like a topic to bring to you guys other than we wanted to touch base on. Just jibber-jabber about it. Like how awesome this experience is going to be, regardless if paranormal things happen or not. Obviously, we would love for something paranormal to happen, but that's completely out of our control. Technically, we are still 100% catch rate, if you count the EMF detecting yes. and things like that. We have not had one instance where we go somewhere and nothing Something happens. Something will probably happen. Whether it's minuscule or not, still be there, still enjoying it, still doing what we love to do. And we I know you guys really love cool it. We have this really cool motion sensor thing now. And it says, trick or treat. Trick or treat. No, I think you Give me something good to eat. That would be really cute. 
creepy when it goes. <gasps> it it's pretty fucking Not creepy. From a dollar store. Honestly, a lot of the cool little pretty good motion. Yeah, a lot of the it. cool little things that we've implemented actually have been fairly cheap. So, I'm my biggest thing is I want the REM pod to go off. Yes. It it has gone off one time. While I was at Eden Springs, one time, and I didn't even get it on video because I was. It happened at Nunica once when we were. That was Chase's company. REM pod. Yeah. Oh, he'll probably have his too anyway. Yeah, and we and we have the Melmeter one too. Is the plan to set up investigating tools in their own rooms and leave them for a while? So, like, if we have two REM pods, bring one with us and leave one in a room that, and, you know, walk away from that room. If we hear it go off, we go back yeah. type thing. I yeah. think that's the move because we, we haven't had the opportunity to have a location just us. That's the problem. I mean, if you count cemeteries, yeah, but who wants to leave their stuff in the middle of the woods? where people can come through still and it's not in an enclosed space where it's like nobody else is supposed to be here, you know? Right. So I think there's a lot more opportunity to try different tactics to, tomorrow. Which is really cool because that's what makes it fun. Like the whole game planning part of it is mm-hmm. really fun to me. Like how are we going to attack this investigation? Like we kind of had an idea like we were talking about, like the separation stuff yep. and like doing some stuff together as a group, but more or less spreading out the experiences because it's cool to have the experience all together yes yes but but activity seems to it's transient transient to like smaller groups of people like if there was a group of people in that spot at that time maybe it doesn't happen because of all true the people. does it terrify me a little bit to be in a setting where i don't know anything around me i don't want to be liable for one, but two, if stuff does start hitting the fan and I'm alone and I have to, like, you know, navigate that on my own, it's a little terrifying. It's yeah. a little daunting. And it's probably going to be set up for a Halloween party and they used to do haunted. Fuck, dude, turn a corner and, and there's a fucking statue of, like, a clown or something. I'll shit a brick. Because you know they have some crazy decorations. Like, they used to yeah. do the haunted. Uh, the haunted forest or no well what was it that they did there it was like they did a haunted town they turned the whole thing into like a haunted attraction right they did they did haunted trail rides too yeah yeah they They did did zombie shooting there with paintballs too at one point i'm super sad that's not around right now i would shoot some people with some paintball the only thing they have going on out there this year is the halloween party do you think we get an invite (laughs) Maybe. I mean, cool. that would be sick. I would go back out Saturday night now that I don't have a hockey game. I know Jenna's going out with her friends, but if it's kid-friendly for a Halloween party, we're, I mean, I'll, we I'll might be in there. I'll put a fucking paper bag on my head and write lions on it. <laughs> That'll be my costume. I'm a Lions fan. Shoot, dude. We could just go as paranormal investigators. Oh, my God. We could easily go we're as paranormal all, investigators. Where are what goes bump night merch? Headlamps, all everything like um, my vision camera. I would I would want to get a vest so I could put all of the stuff in it and be like, we're paranormal investigators. Like, we're we're that cool. Oh, actually, we do this for a hobby as well. Like, this isn't just a costume. This is real. <laughs> this is my actual fit, dog. Or just how cool it would be too to like talk to people that are like in like party goers enjoying their night and be like actually we just investigated this place last night and there was some really cool activity there's a six foot demon walks around <laughs> <laughs> you just jinxed us there's gonna be fucking go wait i don't want to say let's put salt down but like at some point 
in one of our investigations in the future, I want to put something where it's like door, like thresholds of doors, like salt or something, where if something steps through it, we'll see footprints because that would be really fucking that would cool. Be super cool. And then like actually get footprints that are not ours. Wooey, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. So if uh, you have a haunted house, if you live in a haunted house, and you need us to come investigate. Tell us a day that works best for you, and we will plan accordingly. That's one thing, too, that I've noticed that people will tell us often that, oh, my house is haunted. Why don't you come investigate it? Don't just tell us to come investigate it. Be like, come two weeks from now this Saturday or come two weeks from now on a Friday. Or, yeah, give us a couple weekends. That yep. we're, give couple us, that yeah, give us options to pick from, and we'll be like, we'll plan this day, and we will be there. Because it's, it's always really really difficult to be like spontaneous yeah to be like well i can't do it tomorrow because i have work in the morning well i can't do it saturday because i have hockey well friday i'm actually going away with my wife you know like things like that or like the house owners are like well this doesn't work for us because this day and it's like well we got to pick a day and plan around it then where it's like if we can all which is exactly what we did with double j yeah where they were like when would you like to go i said the 28th does that work best for you guys because that works for us yeah, that works for us. Cool. It's not just like a, well, come when you, you guys think you want to. It's like, no, 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 no. Give me right. a time frame for here. For me, it's like, if I message you going, does this day work? Does this day work? Does this day work? Does this day work? It just seems like I'm... It gets draining. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would rather... You go, okay. Within, I have like, this day and this day open. Are like, you guys within good? Within the next three weeks, I could be able to work this out. Yep. Do any of these dates work for you? And then... You would say, yeah. I also I also like it when say like a homeowner or business owner is like, we don't have anything going on these two days of these next couple would of this weeks. Work for you? Perfect. I can plan around that. I can set my schedule how I need to because we both are very busy. Halloween, unfortunately, always turns into one of the busiest years of the month. I don't know how or why it just does, and I mean it's. It's always hard to nail stuff down. So October's one of those months too that seems to just fly by. I can't believe it's almost over. We're yeah. go, we're almost in Christmas time and Thanksgiving time already, and Halloween is Monday. Holy cow! What better way to cap spooky season with investigation that is our biggest investigation for our group? Awesome. Absolutely incredible. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to get to the thousand plays, but. That's fine. That's fine. We'll just We're continue doing well. the contest to the <laughs> we'll end of the year. We'll roll it into the end of the year. <laughs> so if you guys can get 1,000 downloads by the end of the year, then we'll do the contest. Pump those numbers. We got some rookie numbers going. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so hopefully you guys will join us when we release this video about the Back 40 at Double J Ranch. Catch us on the YouTubes when that vlog comes out. You'll probably see reels come out earlier than that on Instagram and things. We might even do some shorter clips where it's like, hey, you're going to want to watch this video. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of hype that we're building into it, and I don't think it's not going to live up to it. Neither do I. I think it's going to exceed our expectations. I agree. And regardless, we're going to make a cool-ass video. <laughs> That's for sure. We're going out west, boy, where they dig up gold and kill cowboys. This is not Red Dead, <laughs> but it sounds like we're in Red Dead. I love it. We're time traveling back to the western. I think that's going to be the coolest part. Time is the fact traveling. that we're going to feel like we're in a western town hunting ghosts.
in a ghost town. We're literally going to be in a ghost town, bro. Hunting like, ghosts. Hunting ghosts on Halloween, basically. It's phasmophobia. Baby. And it remember. It does not get better than this. Remember, just find us on all the socials. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Mew Podcast. <laughs> I almost said music. It's not music, boys and girls. Um, Podbean, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Stitcher. St- Stitcher is another one that I always forget because they didn't like us for the longest time. Uh, you Google what goes bump the night podcast. You will the get a third option. Now. Yeah, you will see our our, our podcast pops up right. In the yep, corner. you'll see our latest sick. episodes that are out as of right now as well. You can find us on the Facebooks, the Instagram. We have a TikTok as well. TikTok hasn't been used as much because I'm not a good TikToker. I'm not a good TikToker either. Jenna's supposed to be running that, and she's lacking. She does more of her own TikToks. This is calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, our group is me, myself, Trevor Denson, Riley Clark, Alex Crouch, and Chase. Uh, how do you say his Weinstein. last name? Weinstein? Weinstein. Chase W. <laughs> I I butcher it's his last Chase. I, I butcher his last name every time I try it's to difficult. say it. It's difficult. It's nice. spelt fun. Yeah, it is spelt fun. <laughs> Chase, we love you. Just know we that. Do. And I'm super happy that he's going to be able to join us for at least part of the investigation. Um, If you need to get a hold of any of us, go right ahead. We're always willing to listen to what's going on, give you some answers that we have or some, you know, options on what you could do if you're having a hard time with some paranormal stuff. Or if you just want to chat about cryptids, aliens, anything like that, or you want to be on the pod, just get a hold of one of us. Easy as that. You can email us at what goes bump in the night. What goes, what bump, goes bump podcast. That's right. What goes bump podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. It's in the description, folks. Yep. And uh, I haven't done this in a while. I'm gonna pour shame. <laughs> you can donate money <laughs> at the what goes bump cash app. What's yeah, the what's the, both of them are what goes bump. What goes bump cash app. It's yeah, like cash, that's app, the cash tag. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or. So, you can support us even better by With buying our merchandise. our merchandise. That way you're also promoting the show outside of listening to it. I would love to walk into the mall one day and see somebody that I don't even really know wearing one of our fucking shirts. I would just go so giddy with happiness. I don't even know what to think. I will walk up, shake your hand, and be like, what do you need? What, what do you need? I will I'd give ser- it to you right now. I seriously think you're the cool. They make great birthday presents. They make it's great, great material too. And it's all really of our stuff good is stuff. High quality. Mm-hmm. I still we, wear my. Hat. We don't. Yeah, we ago. don't make the stuff. We have a company it's made on demand. Yeah, we have a company that makes it for us, and they do a wonderful job. And I am so here for it. So pretty if you much ever, all of your favorite YouTubers and Twitch guys. Yeah, use, use that stuff. Website. We don't get a huge cutback from it, but we do get a little bit, which is always helpful because it goes into the pod. Everything that we make off the pod goes back into it to make it better for everybody's listening and enjoyment. So if you were like wondering if we're just greedy, money hungry, like penny pushers, like, no, it's, it's to help make it better. Trying to build the brand folks. Like we are in the negative so bad. If a bank saw. We're redlined hard. If a bank saw our spending, they would be like. You guys are fucking up. What are you doing? Come on, bud. <laughs> I'm not giving you a loan. No, no one would give us a loan. We're not dumb with the money either. Like we, We're paying for the fees to put it online with Podbean because you have to pay to have all of your catalog. Yeah, which we have 115 episodes as of, as of right now. And that's 
you know, and it helps distribute it to every every platform that we can get on and whatnot. And then the merchandise, you know, technically we're paying for it when it's being bought. So we'll we buy our own merch all the time, and I have never once been unsatisfied with a purchase. Nope, it gets there pretty quick too, about seven days. Yeah, and I, it even shorter sometimes. Honestly, I've gotten it quick as I've gotten it three three days. Three business days. And yep. Honestly, like I. I do miss some of the promotions that are on our website. I forget to post them out there on Facebook, but there's literally a promotion. Like Almost every week is all, how it seems. Once a month at least. There were oh, yeah. two promotions this month. There was free shipping, and then there was uh, 25% off. Yep. So you're getting a discount on it all the time. And, and free uh, standard shipping, like that's like $6 off basically. And honestly, You're paying God. for the shirt at cost. I was gonna say, and honest to God, if you if you were to cash app us money and say I want a surprise gift from the merchandise website, we can do that. And the only reason our stuff is a little more on the expensive side is so that we can at least make five bucks off a of purchase. And that five bucks goes into Podbean to keep us running. Yeah. And that's not even upgrading equipment because, unfortunately, it seems like we're eventually going to need to get a bigger mix board so we can have more mics to support more guests. Yeah, because that's something we really want to do is we want to be able to have more people on the show, in our studio. Rather than sharing a mic and having because to literally right now touch we, lips. pretty much the only way we can do interviews is online, which is fine, which is fine. We're totally down to do like I would 100% arts love and doing stuff those. like that. But it's really cool to just sit and hang out in person. Like, it's and just, just chat. Really fun. It's awesome. Um, if you haven't yet, check out um, the last interview that we just did. It's on Instagram, right? Yep. Everything is scary podcast. Yep. So really fun talk. Go check his stuff out. Yep. If you awesome just, guy. If you go to our tags, what we're tagged in on Instagram, too, yep. it's the most recent video. Yep. And it's it's worth it checking it out. Frank is freaking awesome. So Frank shout is out awesome. freaking Frank. Cause he Can't really wait cool. to talk about movies Wish with him. Wish we could him. have met his co-host, too. but Unfortunately, you know, things get in the way, which it happens to everybody. We all have lives. So, and I've yeah. really never even met anyone from New York ever. Honestly, no. I'm pretty like, sure Tommy just went to New York too. Honestly, yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure. Yep, I say good old Tommy Tombstone, baby. His video is coming out tomorrow. That's gonna be super. No, Sunday now. Sunday. His video is gonna be super sick. Yeah. So I mean, um, I just did. Uh, we didn't record it, but we also went to Henderson Castle recently. Did a whole ghost tour of it. Um. It was with a group of people that have never ghost hunted before, and it was like a formal dinner and got to, like, check out the castle. Awesome. Uh, Danny Holroyd, awesome guy. He's with the West Michigan Paranormal Society, I believe it is, and um, Unrestricted... Southern Michigan. Southern Michigan, that's what it is. And his channel, Unrestricted... Paranormal Podcast. Paranormal Podcast. Oh, and Ghost Rama announced today that it will be taking place at Eden Park. Oh, yeah, that's right. There is going to be another ghost drama. So if you missed the first one because it was too far away, this one's a little bit far away too. But it's awesome to check out. And the location couldn't be better. We have, I mean, I, I got to go. Yeah, there. I got to go. You haven't seen it yet. Yep, I got to go investigate that with Tommy, um, our good friend Drew and Danny. June 3rd. Awesome place. Has a bunch of spooky things they've caught some really cool stuff there apparently they had a really cool halloween party like last weekend too that's epic yeah so i mean there's there's a lot of stuff in the works that i'm really excited about so future is always looking bright with what goes bump in the night that rhymed i like that that was really good all right so folks you know what to do 
Remember to keep your ears and eyes open before it really goes. Bump in the night. Bye, guys. Have fun. Get Watch spooked. our stuff. Watch our stuff. Happy Halloween.